You're listening to the Wellington Hustle Interview Project, showcasing Wellington's entrepreneurs, sharing their experiences to inspire your entrepreneurial journey. Thank you for joining me. I'm Tim Morrison. Welcome back to another episode of the Wellington Hustle Interview Project. It's Tim here. Uh, sorry, I've been away for so long. Not that I've been away for so long. I just haven't dropped an interview for a while. Let's enjoy this episode. In this interview, I talk with productivity and life coach, Mikkel McCracken from Space and Grace. Mikkel's aim is to help women achieve their personal and professional goals with confidence. Mikkel also loves animals and her first business saw her running a dog daycare. Next, Mikkel tested the online space of supporting and teaching people to train their dogs. However, over time, Mikkel noticed that it wasn't just the pets who needed support, their owners also needed help. Mikkel pivoted into life coaching and then that's how Space and Grace was found. Mikkel McCracken, thank you very much for taking the time to sit down with me and sharing your pearls of wisdom for the Wellington Hustle. Uh, interview project. Um, so this is, like I said, it's a uh, it's a very sort of uh, informal process. So um, I guess to start off with, if you could just uh, give a little insight in who you, into who you are. Okay. Well, thank you, Tim. I'm Mikhail, and I own Space and Grace Productivity and Life Coaching. So I help women reach their business and personal goals calmly and with confidence. And yeah, I've had a bit of a backstory to get here, but I love this business and I live in Wellington, obviously, and just really love helping people. And so um, what type of business is Space and Grace? So productivity and life coaching. Um, Mm. So it's, I work with people one-on-one and I help them figure out what they want and put in a solid plan to get there. Okay, cool. And that's, uh, okay. And that's, so that could be anything, um, or is that, that's, that's mainly just business or are you saying life coaching too? So that's. Yeah. So it's a bit of both. Um, I have been a business owner for so long and business and personal life are very much intertwined. Yeah. Yeah. So people often come to me because they are really stressed out. They're on the hamster wheel. They don't know what to do or they're not reaching their goals, they're speaking to themselves really badly. Um, So it's a mixture of practical skills, but also there's a lot of cleaning up your mind drama, cleaning up your thoughts and your feelings so that you can achieve. So it's not business strategy, it's more like if you have a business problem or a personal problem, we'll put in a strategy to help you work your way out of it. That uh, sounds quite familiar, the hamster wheel. (laughs) Totally. And I come from a place of experience, so I know what it's like to do it the hard way. And now I have skills to make it much easier for myself. And that's one of the things that led me into the coaching arena. Mm. We get so stuck in our own thoughts and our own feelings and our own stories. Um, It's really hard to see anything other than what's in front of us and that's why working with a coach can be so amazing because you'll have somebody in front of you who's not married to you who's not in a relationship with you they're completely unbiased and they're like have you thought about it from this perspective is this really true does this serve you do you really want to keep thinking this way yeah do you really want to keep taking these actions that lead you to the place that you don't even want to be where do you want to be 
you know? Yeah. So yeah. I love coaching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right then, so let's just get into uh, the first question then. So what was your vision when you first started your venture? Well, I have to take you a little bit further back. Yeah. So since 2005, I've been working in the pet care industry. So I was a dog trainer, dog walker, pet sitter. I've seen lots of pictures on Instagram of you and dogs. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Dogs are a huge part of my life, as are cats and any other animal that wants to come along. Yeah, we've just got a new kitten. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, I've got scratches all over my hands from teasing her and playing with her far too much. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Um, so where was I? I? Yeah, so I was in the pet care industry. I had a dog daycare as well, which took up the majority of my time and my energy um, kind of burnt me out quite a bit, mm. um, which is why I speak from experience as a coach, because I know what it's like to be wearing all the hats, to be the mum, to be the boss, to be, I don't know, the, the employee working in the business and the employer working on the business, um, to be doing all the things and managing a lot of different personalities not just human but also of the canine variety and making sure that everybody was happy and working extremely hard to make everybody happy um, while at the same time I was just in panic mode most of the time speaking to myself really badly um, yeah I wasn't in a very good place because I was so busy taking care of everybody else and I wasn't taking care of myself first in the pet care industry for a long time, sold my dog daycare, spent about six months um, lying on the couch thinking, holy crap, <laughs> what do I do now? Um, and just trying to take all the pieces that I loved about my business and put it into a different business, leaving all the other stuff behind that kind of made me a bit stressed out. Um, so I brought I started learning all about the online space and so I brought my dog training um, skills into the online space, set up an online dog training business which was fortuitous because that was just before COVID became on every, uh, came on everybody's radar. So that was really, really good. Um, but through working with these mums, and they were always mums, it was always the mum that contacted me. Um, you know, she was always the one who, the family thought it was a really good idea to get a dog she agreed, but the responsibility fell on her, just like all the other responsibilities were falling on her. And so she would call me and ask for help getting the dog under control, but I noticed that there was so much that she needed help with. She needed so much more support. Um, and so that kind of led me to the idea of how can I help her more than just with the dog aspect? Um, because that's only one tiny piece of what she's got going on. Uh, so I got certified as a coach, but also on the flip side of that, or at the same time, I was in a membership program with a coach. And this coach was just blowing my mind and I was like, I wanna be able to do that for somebody. And so it all just kind of came together. So um, I, left, I left the dog part behind and just started refocusing on the dog mum. And now I work with people who aren't necessarily dog mums, <laughs> but that's the transition. That's kind of how yeah. I made that transition and why, how coaching came into my world and um, why I'm doing what I do. That's pretty cool. So it's like essentially starting to help with one thing and then seeing this other problem and then moving over. 
Yeah, yeah, and evolving. And it's not easy to evolve because everybody who knows me knows me as the person who works with dogs. And so it was kind of hard to have that belief in myself that I could actually transition out of that. How did you deal with any early setbacks um, getting going with Space and Grace? So early setbacks, uh, well, my go-to is to talk really horribly to myself when I have a setback. And this is something that I'm working on because I'm a constant work in progress as well. And I have tools at my, um, tools available to help me when I do that. But whenever there's a setback, I tend to sulk and then pick myself up, dust myself off and figure out what I've learned and go forward from there. But, and I've always done that, but my, my own personal challenge is to do that without all the, all the mind drama and all the mean girl talk that goes on yeah. um, in between. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should know this, you should be further ahead, you should be better at this, why can't you figure this out, such and such is able to figure it out, you know, all that sort of just nasty, unhelpful yeah. dialogue. Yeah. So that's my personal goal is to clean that stuff yeah. up. Anything else that's got in your way? No. Nothing tends to get in my way. <laughs> <laughs> Just bulldoze it over. <laughs> yes. Look out, Mikhail's coming. <laughs> well, the thing is, the wonderful thing about this particular business, because I've set up numerous businesses, but this is a well-trodden path and there are people doing it really, really well. So I'm like, I just need to figure out how to do it, but I know that it's possible. Whereas when I was doing um, the dog daycare, the dog daycare especially, I didn't have anybody that I could talk to and mm. that I could, I didn't have a mentor, I didn't have a coach, I didn't even know coaching was a thing. Yeah. And oh my God, I could have completely changed the dialogue in my head if I'd known that to hire a coach. But um, so nothing is getting in my way with this business because A, I've been in business for so long. I know, I know a lot. I know a lot about a lot of stuff um, and I know it's possible. Yeah. Was there a time that you wanted to give up? No, I've never wanted to give up, but um, I have pivoted a few times mm. I, as I've evolved. I've pivoted and that's always, um, that's always a little bit challenging. Uh, but it's about like the way that I've got that, got through those moments is having a really clear vision of what I want and who I want to be and what that looks like and feels like and you know what sort of decisions that person makes or my future me makes and then um, then it's just easier to get through those kind of awkward moments where you're like I'm, I'm currently working as a dog trainer but I know I want to be a productivity and life coach so how do you get through that where well, you start making decisions from the person who is already the productivity and life coach yeah yeah so but no i've never wanted to give up i've just pivoted as i've evolved and um how many pivots have you you know what sort of pivots have you done through the the coaching side of things or the the life coach side of uh i haven't pivoted well, through space and grace as well i'm trying to say yeah 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 i haven't changed so once i figured out what sort of coach i wanted to be and figured out kind of my zone of genius which is the productivity mm. i mean I am incredibly pr productive and I have lots of business building skills. And so I thought, I thought that was just a really good combination for me. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a really, 
big problem for so many people because so many of us are on the hamster wheel and you're busy, you're so busy and you're frantic, but you're scattered, you're not focused, you actually aren't getting to where you want to go, you don't even know where you want to go anymore, but you know that you're dissatisfied with where you're at. So for me, that is kind of productivity and life coaching. It's a yeah. little bit of strategy mixed in with um, fixing the story that's going on in your yeah. head. Yeah. The Wellington Hustle Interview Project is sponsored and created by Timson Co. Are you a Wellington hustler? Then support the podcast and level up your brand for 2021 with one of my awesome headshot sessions. Go over to my website, timson.co, and click book now at the top of the page and receive $150 credit when you mention the Wellington Hustle Interview Project podcast. And now back to the interview. Were there any traps that you've fallen into? Um, yeah, my biggest trap is always I'm a sucker total sucker for good marketing oh, yeah. and so if somebody tells me that I need to buy something <laughs> and uses all the right words which they always do because marketers are very very good then I'm going to buy it and so for the first um, for the first I, I haven't done it for space and grace but for my um, dog training business the online business where I was trying to learn how to do it I did note your uh, that you said that you'd uh, had loads of course bought loads of courses yes. <laughs> yes. guilty guilty um, but also you know again I didn't know any better like this mm. is before I had a coach yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to stop me and I even put I, had a, I have a bunch of friends and I said, look, you're going to be my board of directors and next time I want to buy a course, I have to run it past you and convince you why I need to buy it. And of course, I completely sidestepped them every time and they just, you know, shook their heads. <laughs> but the thing is, when you're building a business and you don't know what you're doing and you don't know what you don't know, if somebody comes along and says, oh, you just need this one thing, buy my course to teach you this one thing and that is the magic pill, I fell for it so many times, um, but through all that, I only regret one course purchase, um, which I think is pretty good, considering how many I've purchased. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so there you go. That's all about experience and learning. <laughs> well, that's it. I mean, it's education. I was educating myself. Um, and the other thing was, you know, I was doing it by myself, for myself, um, at my house. Like, I wasn't part of a group I wasn't part of any community at that point and um yeah there was just so much I didn't know so I know I know now yeah <laughs> I know now and so if somebody puts marketing in front of me I'm I'm much more discerning now you know do I really need it and why do I need it and is what return this a, am I going to get from this exactly <laughs> and more importantly am I actually going to take the time to follow all the steps or am I just going to watch the videos and then just move on to the next thing Guilty. I'm very yeah. guilty. Of I'm guilty of that too. I feel that uh, every book that I listen to, it's kind of, I listen to it and I take a lot of stuff on, but I don't normally go back and do a lot of the steps. So. Yeah, exactly. And I really just want to, which is why I love Stacey um, Bayman so much, yeah. because she's got so much there. Yeah, I, I feel like I just don't need any more information right now. Um, have you got any other traps? No, that's the biggest trap. Yeah fell into it over and over again. <laughs> it's like, yes, I have many traps. It's the same thing, but I've, it's loads of traps. <laughs> what inspires and motivates you? When I really focus on the person I want to help because I know what it's like um, to be her. 
I know what it's like to feel like you are moving really fast, but you don't know your direction and you're, you're just wearing all the hats and all of those hats kind of suck. <laughs> I know what that feels like. Um, and I do wear a lot of hats throughout the day, right? I get, I get the kids ready. I do the kids stuff. Um, then I get to work. Then I do more kids stuff. And at some point there's always a meal or three that need to happen. And cooking is my downfall. I absolutely hate it. I completely resent it. And I know I need to change that story in my head. But at the same time, it just takes away all my creativity when I have to prepare a meal, which I've just got to get over because... Just fast more. It, it, it happens, Problem solved. It happens every night, right? Every single night. I'm like, oh, crap. I haven't figured out what's for dinner. Um, so that's one of the things that, that I do try to get under control. Um, so I guess what motivates me is helping people who are in the space that I was in a few years ago. Mm. So I'm always trying to think about what she needs um, because I know exactly what I needed. It's being of service to yourself almost. Totally, yeah. totally. Putting yourself first, which is just such a foreign concept to so many people, right? Can you describe a breakthrough that you're particularly proud of? Yes. So my last course purchase oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was the Stacey Bayman one yeah. that I mentioned. How much was that? that it was that... two two thousand yeah. dollars okay. um, US. Yeah. And um, and how long is that accessible? Like it's unlimited, oh, okay. like lifetime yeah. access. Yeah. So, but because I'm more discerning now, mm. I did take a long time to decide if I really wanted it, mm -hmm. rather than just you know fire off you know put it on the credit card. And so I made the decision, and I thought, right, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to absorb the content, and I'm going to you know, implement it right away and it's going to be amazing. And then I got into the course and there was so much there, so much content. And so, of course, you know, my mean girl popped up and she was like, you're so far behind. You should have bought this six months ago. You make terrible decisions. Like, she's such a bitch, right? She's yeah. just such a terrible, terrible What's bitch. What's her name? She doesn't have one. I don't want to give her one. I don't, I don't want to give her any power. She's just mean girl. <laughs> she's just mean girl. Um, so, <laughs> so I was feeling really stressed out and, yeah. and I was like, you know, my adrenals were pumping and I was just feeling like I was really far behind. And so my biggest breakthrough was I noticed it and I was like, oh my God, that's who you used to be. Like you just instantly, your body experienced stress and your go-to was be the mean girl and talk to yourself really badly. And so I caught it. And I was so proud of myself and I just burst out laughing, decided to be the adult in the room and followed my own process, which I teach, <laughs> but I'd forgotten. Because I, I say, was, not as I do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'm trying. I try so hard to, to you know, follow my own rules. Um, but yeah, I, I put it, I plotted it all into my, um, my planner. And so every... Every episode, there was some work that needed to go with it. So I, I made sure I understood how much time that was going to take and I plotted it out. And I went through one by one, methodically and calmly. And I was like, oh, you've made it. You've totally made it. <laughs> <laughs> you've given yourself the space to do that work. Totally. Um, and I am a work in progress. There yeah. is no denying it. And giving yourself the uh, permission to sort of like take your time. 
yeah, and just be nice to myself. Yeah. I think that's missing from so many people's lives. Try and we try and make somebody else responsible for our feelings, but ultimately they're our feelings and we have control over them. Mm. And so don't be horrible to yourself. Just be nice. Mm. What do you see as being your biggest lesson? Oh, yeah. My biggest lesson is that I am, I am in control of my results. No one else. I'm in control of my thoughts which control my feelings, which control my actions, which control my results. And it doesn't matter, like I set up my last business in a recession, my first business in a recession, I set up my, my most recent business before Space and Grace, that was just before COVID, as I said. Um, so there's, you know, there's some pretty big circumstances, you know, you've got the kids at home all the time. Um, there's some big things that are going on, but ultimately I'm responsible for how I think and feel and what I do and therefore my results. Yeah. No one else. That's huge. Yeah. And I know that a lot of people have bosses or partners that they don't like or whatever, but ultimately you're still responsible for the way that you think. Um, which again, <laughs> I'm going to say it again, controls the way that you feel and you take actions based on how you feel and the actions that you take create your results mm. has your vision evolved <laughs> a lot <laughs> <laughs> well has so, it been clear has your vision been clear and how has it evolved no well n now that i've no settled <laughs> no yeah nah um now that i've settled on space and grace it's it's clear like i know what i'm doing and who i'm helping but getting to there was you know, a process. Because at first, I mean, like I explained, you know, I was still in the dog world and I was like, how can I be the coach, the life coach for dog mums? And I was like, is this going to work? So I set up a page on my dog training website. Um, but everybody who I sent to that page, you know, friends and acquaintances and things, they were like, I don't get it. Who are you and why do I care? And I was like, thank you, that's really good. So they, then I split them up. I'm like, okay, this one is the dog training. This one is, is the coaching and I'm moving forward with the coaching. Yeah. Um, so yeah, now now that I've settled on the coaching, I I know what I'm doing and, yeah. and who I am <laughs> and how I can help. But it was definitely a process to get there for sure. Would you do anything differently? If you yes. Start again? Um, not with space and grace, um, but if I was starting a business from scratch, I would hire a coach and not necessarily a business coach. Um, I mean, of course, business coaches are amazing, but I would really want to hire a coach who could help me clean up the mind drama that was going on. So um, because every time you encounter an obstacle when you're starting a business or a new job, you, you fall into who you've always been and how you've always behaved. And that's not always, ha ha that's not always the best way to get you to where you want to go. So yeah, just, I would hire a coach. And I know I'm incredibly biased because I am a coach, but I've made such a massive transformation um, for myself and helped my clients transform. And yeah, just having somebody call you out on your drama and um, notice that it is just a thought that is creating this whole issue mm. and you can change your thoughts yeah so it's a difficult thing to change those thoughts that keep popping up i think 
This is actually quite common. Yeah, um, well, I can imagine. I'm sure everybody says that. Oh, oh, totally. But for people who have tried a lot of things, so I was coaching somebody recently who had also gone down the Tony Robbins route. Mm. I love Tony. Like, oh my God, I would love to be in the room with Tony um, when he, if he comes back to New Zealand and you know, in real life, I would love to do one of his events. But I feel like from what I'm gathering is that. Well, when people work with anyone, I guess, they expect that one person to be able to change them permanently. Mm. But all we can do is give you the tools. Yeah. It's your responsibility, mm. right? It's your personal responsibility to take action on and and daily and work through the process. I mean, like I said, like I'm still a work in progress, mm. right? I still catch myself. I, I catch myself much quicker now, but I'm still catching myself talking to myself the way that I used to, acting the way that I used to, which is only going to lead me back to the place that I used to be. So, yeah, it's about that personal responsibility and we can give you the tools and we can help you and we can help you notice those thoughts and help you change your perspective, but ultimately it's all about you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For people who are interested in starting a conversation with you or just seeing what you're about, where where's the best place for them to go to you? Uh, so my website is www.spaceandgrace.me and uh, I do, on that website, you can book a free coaching discovery call. Yeah. So I like to do that because during that call, we kind of figure out what you want. We do, we use a couple of the coaching tools um, and then they get to decide if if it feels like a good fit. And on that note, I guess that's the end of that. So um, awesome. thank you very much for taking part. Thank and you so much. It's, um, yeah, it's been really fun. And yeah, thanks for the opportunity. Hey, Mikael, thanks again for sharing your story with the Wellington Hustle community. I love that you see yourself as a constant work in progress. Nobody is perfect, even the people that we look up to or to those who guide us. They're all works in progress too. We're all working on being the best version of ourselves. Hopefully our future selves will be even better because of the work that we're doing now. For you, the listener, what have you taken away from Mikel's interview? Please share in the comments over on the Wellington Hustle website. I'll be adding links there to all the resources mentioned in the interview. You'll also find Mikel's contact details if you want to reach out and start a conversation, or even better, get some coaching. Just head over to the website wellingtonhustle.co and you'll find Mikel there. If you're enjoying these interviews, then please spread the word, share with your friends, or leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This really helps the Wellington Hustle interview project be found by others. If you're interested in being interviewed for the project or you have somebody in mind that would be a great fit, then please, please, please send me an email on tim at timson.co or head to the Timson Co. website, click on the Wellington Hustle link from the menu and choose Join Wellington Hustle from the drop down. Thanks so much again for listening and until next time, keep on hustling. Wellington.